Hello and we're back again and this is episode number nine. Thank you so much for joining me again. Welcome back. It's another sunny, glorious day in London town. I hope it is wherever you are in the world. Um, it's truly, truly, well, spring. Properly spring. I keep going about spring. This time it really... I think it feels like it might be here to stay. I know sometimes it snows in Aprils, as Prince would say. In Aprils? In April. Sometimes it snows. Anyway, it's not looking like it's going to be doing that anytime soon. Um, and I am going to be going out to celebrate the anniversary of Prince's passing uh, very soon. I don't know what to start the podcast on a, on a downer because I'm going to be going out to celebrate it. So I'm really looking forward to going and dancing and singing to Prince music very soon. Anyway, welcome back. Episode number nine in spring. So, I wanted to say, first of all, hello to new listeners as far as fielders. Um, I've had um, uh, messages from Hong Kong, Malaysia. Um, it's uh, it's really good to be, to know that it's, uh, it's resonating, that this podcast is resonating with people around the world. So, uh, thank you for tuning in. Please keep tuning in and subscribing. Anyway, I should keep this brief because today is part two of my chat with Andrew Haler and it gets more raucous and uh, and more fun and people have actually said they really enjoyed, uh, especially enjoyed uh, just hearing the two of us uh, kind of just laughing together and it's nice to hear. I know personally when I listen to a podcast I enjoy that myself. Anyway, so a few quick things before we kick off with part two. Um, first of all, um, I'd like to ask you to, um, for a couple of things, but favours really, um, do keep coming back to me with all your thoughts and, uh, and, 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 and I am going to kind of be reaching out for you soon, um, to see if there's any sort of specific issues you'd like me to chat about and people you might like me to approach. I have a few people lined up, um, and some I'm keeping stum, keeping under wraps until they're with me, um. But now, for, for now, um, I'd like you to potentially go on to, to a website called podcastland.com. Podcastland is all one word, dot com. Podcastland.com. And uh, search for A Beginner's Guide to a 40-something Gay Man. And I'd like you to vote for me if you're enjoying the podcast. So, hello world, please, that would be a massive favour. I just want to, uh, to to kind of get the um, up the ante. Um and the more people I get, the the uh, the more I might be able to expand and get even more interesting guests. So it's all good for everyone if you do do that. So it's podcastland.com. Beginner's Guide to a 40-something Gay Man is what you're searching for. And you can just click on a vote. It's fairly straightforward. And vote for me. So I'm asking you to do that. Please, please, thank you so much in advance. Um, and then um, also... Um, there's a really easy way for you to go and leave reviews. And if you're enjoying it, please. Hopefully there's not too many people who aren't enjoying it, because if you are, just switch off. But anyway, to leave me some positive reviews on ukpodcasters.com. So that's ukpodcasters, all as one word, dot com. Um, and leave me a review there. And uh, I'm, I'm, that's the thing I've just been listed on recently, and um, I'm getting listeners through that. So if you can go back and and do that for me, I would be again extremely grateful. And thank you for people who have voted so far. Um, keep on spreading the good word. And um, just just a few quick things before we jump on to the uh, to the fun and shenanigans with Andrew is I've just watched The Walking Dead season eight finale, and I shed a tear. And it was incredibly moving and shocking and and a pretty good cliffhanger and i'm not going to say any more than that because spoilers but 
all I can say is if you're also a fan then and you haven't seen it yet then you're in for a treat and if you have chat to me DM me leave me a send me a message via my website to chat about it if you have ex- extremely from, strong feelings on the subject because um, I do um, anyway couple of quick uh, recommendations um, this week you're looking for a guy called Matt or is a good name Matt Maltese and Maltese is spelled M-A-L-T-E-S-E and it's one particular song um, he's got a couple of EPs on iTunes and I've just kind of uh, fallen in love with his voice absolutely beautiful and moody um, and Matt Maltese if you search for vacant in the 21st century it's definitely on iTunes and I suppose it's um, basically a modern take on Morrissey and Leonard Cohen it's kind of that kind of world I think people have in reviews have compared him to Leonard Cohen um, so go and check Matt Maltese out 100% you must and then go in and look at the other tracks but that's one recommendation for a particular track then finally uh, we watched uh, Strike a Pose the film which is about Madonna's um, Blonde Ambition tour dancers and their life from finishing the tour up to now. And again, it's incredibly moving. And uh, also because I, that was kind of when I was at my height of fandom for Madonna. Um, and I've always been interested in what happened to the dancers. And you get a full story of where they are now and what they've been through. And some of them have been through a lot of crap. Um and uh, it's kind of I hate to use the word life affirming but it really is Um, and I tweeted about it and I got very excited because one of the dancers Kevin Stay uh, retweeted and liked and uh, replied to a tweet of mine so I was very pleased about that Um, and then finally really finally before we jump on to the interview again is we got to see Kinky Boots uh, last week finally after a while and all I can say is if you haven't seen it I saw it this is in London um, and we saw uh, we were lucky enough to see Matt Henry uh, playing Lola who is also being played by Todrick Hall or has been played by Todrick Hall over on Broadway and I'm going to be seeing Todrick Hall uh, performing uh, in the UK in about a month I believe Um, I'm very excited about that so Kinky Boots, just brilliant, so much fun, and Cindy Lauper's music and Harvey's words, of course it's a winner, and I'm sad and ashamed it took me so long to get to see it. Anyway, oh, and there is another thing, yes, um, my friend Susan, uh, I've talked about before, was producing a show called On One Condition that went to the Adelaide Festival, and I do have to give it a shout out, because uh, the guy that created it, um, it's a one-man show, he's called Dan Dor, and it's uh, again uh, everything's been (laughs) very moving in the last week but yeah extremely moving funny Um, basically the show is is um, it's it's theater and and movement and and dance um, and uh, it basically challenges your challenges you, you challenge yourself at the end of it and kind of your own perceptions on life and and how you look at the world um it's 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 done beautifully but it's also this is fun whilst discussing his childhood and um and discussing his childhood via the shoop shoop song by Cher so there's a lot of fun in that so all I can say is congratulations well done uh to Dan and to Susan on that one anyway now it definitely is time for us to jump back 
in again with Mr. Andrew Haler. I really hope you enjoy. Well, we've all had the we've all had the moment, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners have too, where somebody says to you, um, "Oh, you'll get on really well." Well, it doesn't happen so much anymore, but probably when you were younger, and definitely when I was younger, I've got a gay friend who you'll really love because they're gay. Well, that the first boy that I had sex with, that's how that happened. Oh, there <laughs> you go. So, well, so it, just, it works out sometimes. Well, you had that gentleman. I met Mr. Ian Matt Ian Kelly throughout. Oh, have you met Matt? We worked for uh, ah, an agency. There we'll come we go. to this later. Um, but um, <laughs> that was through it. Oh, have you met Matt? He's gay. As if that was going to mean anything. Yeah. Subsequently, it did. So well done I mean, then. But, yeah. Um, they had no idea. No. No idea whatsoever. And I was getting the same the other way around. You've got to meet Andrew because he's um, he's really he's really gay. He's really gay. <laughs> that really, I think I've heard that one a few times. And I'm like... Well, good what for him. Mean? He's just very happy all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Take the old-fashioned terminology. Yeah. Um, but no, we will come to that, because we do need to, because I've got to just quickly check my clock, because we are doing... I'm just seeing how we're doing. I never started my stopwatch, so I've got oh, no, no idea. idea. Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, we'll, we'll keep moving, because I want to get we through things. We've got the second show. <laughs> I know, no, absolutely. We may <laughs> have to, because... Uh, no, we're, we're good, we're good. But, um, okay, moving on, moving yeah. on. Um, and that was not wine that was water again clinking by the way huh. um, yes we want to get to how we know each other um, and all our uh, theatrical experiences and otherwise mm. so yes um, can I go back to school <laughs> no <laughs> please I'm no to it's too late so much nicer because <laughs> um, <laughs> we were spoken to me before we started this just yes briefing me yes um, like the president um <laughs> There are facts that I know that you don't know. Um, <laughs> but I know a real truth because I made them up. Um, and because uh, you asked me about bullying. So, yes, uh, yes. Um, I, as I'm aware, I don't think I was particularly bullied. Um, right, yeah. N- not vindictively. Um, Bullying friendly. Um, <laughs> I don't remember that. But, um, uh, it was nice. Bullying. Yeah, yeah, quite so enjoyed. I'm trying to, but maybe not. I mean, there were there were times that I do remember a couple of times, you know, being called queer or faggot. Yeah. In the toilet, I won't name names, but I know who those two were. Um, oh. Um and. Just was like, well, I'm not entirely sure myself, so I'm not really taking offence. Because mm. part of me was like, well, well, if I am, yeah, well, yeah, there you're, you're right. Just, you're calling a spade a spade. I mean, that's yeah, that's, yeah, what's yeah. Wrong with that, um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to name the guy's name, but he knows. We had two um, black guys in our whole uh, school. And both were in our right, group. right. We had six sets of twins. It's a weird freak you're getting on. <laughs> um, with the twins, I mean, not with the... Um, <laughs> yes, with the twins. The black yes, yes, yes. I don't mean that. I mean, um, and... I wonder... I, I've been intrigued now to speak to him to see whether he had any bullying to him. Uh-huh. And whether his whether was a, was, a right. carry-through... Um, it forward um 
Mm-hmm. Now, I've never thought about that, but just think about it, I just wonder whether that was, or whether he's just a thoroughly nasty person. Um, right, yeah. Well, no, sometimes that is, I mean, when, you know, that's... Because, I mean, the, the West Sussex, you know, white, middle-class land. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be it's slightly difficult growing up in that mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, completely. I mean, yeah, even at the best of times. Okay. But, um, yeah, but I... I but, yeah, but I never... I don't know if I was bullied, going back to that point. I was just kind of blinkered and just particularly where or I was, was very good at not putting myself in to the situation yeah so yeah okay because I had the bigger group of friends we'd all hang around and do stuff so then once we're in a bigger group you tend not to it's veer off from veer off yeah. I mean I had lots of other friends actually who as well I remember just playing because it was um, there were two the boys schools and two campi campuses Camp I. Camp I. Camp I. Uh, that's, that's my autobiography. Google it, ladies and gentlemen. Camp I. Camp I. Camp I. Campare. Camp I. Oh, Campari. Look at my. Look at my. Look at so, my. Camp I. Um, <laughs> and there was the big fields and, you know, I just been playing all those games and stuff. And actually there was a whole mixture of different types of people now I think about it. I think they were... I think I was very lucky. Maybe that's what it was, but I don't yeah. remember being bullied. Okay. Um, particularly. Okay. Um, or if it was, it was well, that's that's which is interesting because um, as well with then the whole actually really kind of coming out mm-hmm. and even so uh, used to work at the Hilton or the Stackers, mm-hmm. Stackers as it used to be called back then, uh, which is uh, in the village. Yeah. Um, where I grew up, so I started work when I was sixteen in the restaurant, and worked there on and off through school, and then when I was at university, coming mm-hmm. back for some holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everyone, a lot of people knew I was gay. So I had a friend, Mandy. She was great, slightly older lady. Mm-hmm. Um, went on holiday together with her parents and her kid um, to Gran Canaria. Um, oh, I. Hi, to the Yumbo Centre. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which, was, for people who don't know, would you like to explain Yumbo Centre? Um, so it's a, a a shopping entertainment complex um, uh, in Gran Canaria uh, that is the main gay hub um, with many a, a bar and a drag queen yeah. and a bitter comment. And to be a, said. a bit of comment, and come summer is uh, is 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 heaving. just heaving. Yeah, though I've never been, but I just know that from everyone else and from television. But I'm most, I think I'm probably the only British gay man who I know who hasn't been there. But anyway, mm. yeah, it's one of the places I've not done. Did I've been to San Francisco, done all the other gay high spots of the world, but not not that one. Not that one. And I don't know if I might be done with that. Now I might be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, may have missed that boat. Disappointment. Yeah. yeah. Don't know. Anyway, so there we go. Just keeping you geographically up to date. <laughs> Yumbo Centre. Yes. The Yumbo Centre. Yeah, and being there, and I mean, uh, being 19 and just, again, because I was been, um, or, not what I'd have been then, I must have been 18. Mm-hmm. And being, uh, and being 
slightly in love with it and slightly terrifying. The closest that I'd been to going to a club was mm. Thursday's nightclub in Chichester on a Thursdays. What Tuesday a night, name. which was decades. Thursdays on a Tuesday. Thursdays was the name of the club uh, on a Tuesday <laughs> night, which was decades. Decades, um, brilliant. Um, so we'd all go after work, uh, and you just have to hope you weren't on the breakfast shift the next morning. Yeah. Um, I did pull a red coat in there because um, <laughs> the Butlins just down the road uh, in Bognor Regis. Um, cheeky red coats. Cheeky red oh. coats. Um, that was an awkward story as well, but that was for another day. That's another um, podcast on its own. Podcast on its own. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Thursday decade. So, and that's yes. kind of all I'd had, which was a lot of generally just straight boys yeah. um, and girls dressed up from around Tuesday. Um, going out on Tuesday nights, decades. Um, they don't speak like that. I don't know. I'll just put that voice on. Uh, Sounds good for a nice club of decades. Sounds good. Yeah. So that's what you should. So suddenly, the here I was, not having been to London to any of the gay clubs there or anything. Yeah. Suddenly, here I was, and the Yumbo Centre. Yes. Gay Central. Being undressed by a drag queen somehow. I don't know how that happened <laughs> on stage. And I just think I had an awful pair of underwear on. I was just was oh, not ready for this. No. And it was in that... You, you were saying something about, you know, finding your style, whatever. I think yes. you mentioned in the previous podcast. Yeah. I didn't. Right. One particular at that point. No. It was just... I, I, you know, I didn't... I mean, huge amounts of money, so I didn't really... Can spend on much on whatever. And uh, You weren't and, necessarily going by types of underwear. Yes. You were just buying practical... Practical clothes that I thought looked quite nice in... Yeah, but it wasn't necessarily conforming to a gay yeah clique or yeah um, or just experimenting. Um, yeah, um, which actually it's, it's an interesting question because this is something that I also have kind of discussed a lot about myself and before being admitting to myself being gay and and then going into gay land and gay land and uh, kind of going through lots of kind of variations on my own what I was as a gay man like the period where I had a skinhead and um, was wearing uh, a lot of combat clothes and Mm. I kind of did that for a while and then there was kind of an acid house period and that wasn't necessarily gay but there was always kind of but I feel like that was always me searching but maybe it's necessarily not necessarily a bad thing that you were being a little bit more free free falling and just trying to find your own way without jumping onto a thing. I mean, you didn't feel the need to. No, I did not at that point. Because I think because I... I, I... <laughs> Stomach's rumbling. <laughs> Stomach's rumbling away. Um, the, I suppose I... The, I must have got gay times and all. Did I secretly get one for oh, okay. I don't know. Don't. I must have bought a few times. Mm-hmm. And my one source pre-internet ladies and gentlemen so they're not being able to find anything yeah online um just my <laughs> shoal of fish was very small yeah. um, <laughs> that I was swimming with really yeah, the, yeah. and so uh, there was no older figure in mm-hmm, there to mm-hmm. instruct or advise or yeah guide and talk to about or yeah particularly um so yeah, just kind of finding your own way. And then, you know, the bits you'd snatch on TV occasionally of something. Mm-hmm. I've got something on Channel 4. 
Gonna watch upstairs. Yeah. What was so? What was finger on the button ready to switch off? Oh, absolutely. Somebody comes to the door. So what was your? What was the? What was the first thing that you remember? Kind of. Do you know? I can't. I just remember seeing another gay man on television, kind of thing. Apart from, are you being served and and all those kind of characters, which I have been also saying I don't find offensive because a lot of people say they find those characters offensive, and I don't look back on them and find that I remember as a child finding them funny. Um, talking about John Inman yeah. and um, uh, Larry Grayson and yeah. those kind of people. Maybe not sure so much Larry Grayson. But, but you've done that earlier when you were watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and, uh, and Dick Emery and, and those kind of people yeah. that have been criticised and I don't feel that I have any bugbear with uh, people being fey or playing fey and that being part of gay culture and I actually find it quite appealing and I yeah. doesn't mean that we're all like that, uh, do, we are going on tangent here but hey funny, yeah but yeah do, do you not I wonder as well particularly because some of those people aren't Dick Emery and John Inman yeah were panto dames yeah is there an element of that sort of just keeping the characterization not to be too offensive we'll keep it mm-hmm. over top um, broader brushstrokes because then it allows the audience to laugh without necessarily offending them. Yeah. I'm not sure that's the way you should do it, but because of the time, I don't know whether that was... Well, I suppose, yeah, the time, definitely. But I don't think that they said... It's the accusation that that kind of portrayal, that's comedy at the end of the day, that set back gay rights in any way, and I don't think that can be thrown at it. And I've heard that since, and... That, that we don't need to look back on that and I mean but I personally anyway it's a personal choice mm. I look back at that and find it amusing and and I can sort of not that I'm running around saying I'm free the whole time with a feather bow or well that depends what day it is but I, maybe I don't know if you can see the one he's on, got wearing now ladies and gentlemen swish <clears throat> um, is is no I, maybe maybe I don't know maybe it's he's wearing a, it as a garter <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, that's an idea for Panto no but I suppose actually that's part of it for me as well as maybe I've got but to understand it, that, it a bit yeah. more now I've kind of been in that world myself and I, I, hear, that, I hear that as you're saying about the setting gay rights back and whatever but was there not something also slightly that they were fair whatever that they were free within themselves well exactly to be who they wanted to be exactly they, they didn't they didn't apologise no. well, I, I was thinking obviously I'm talking about uh, um, what was it Mr. Uh, John Inman's character um, um, Mr. Hum- no not Mr. Hum- no. Uh, yeah well, I can't remember anyway but, yeah. that character John Inman um, was yeah he didn't ever apologise for himself he just kind of he just went about doing his thing and there were innuendos and and but but it was never it was never apologetic I think that's quite appealing but mm. I'm sure some people would disagree and that's okay but yeah that's just well I, and I think they were actually quite strong in some ways you could say that they were um, you know they were they were swinging against the, the they were going against the swinging against the grain can you swing against a grain I don't know painful try I try I know sore chafing in fact if that's your thing if that's your thing but yes no going against the grain and that's political in itself and just Mm. living there getting 
those characters. I know they were fantastic, fantastical characters, but anyway. Whew. And then it always comes out of the argument: well, one person can't be representative. Yeah, of exactly. Everything. Exactly. Um, so yes, who did you see? So sorry, this I is me. What did, did I see? Because um, I'm. Do I remember Michael Cashman in EastEnders? Michael Cashman EastEnders. Do I remember it or do I think, think I remember it now? You, I'm not sure. Um, what about uh, John Hurt, Naked Civil Servant? Didn't watch that until much later. Right. Were you aware of people like Quentin Crisp and um, Oscar Wilde? Oh, I suppose Oscar, Oscar Wilde because, because, because of drama. Because yeah. of drama. Um, I. <laughs> I. I think a little bit. I watch stuff but wouldn't necessarily critically associate critically mm-hmm. get into it. Yeah. Because maybe I maybe I did with um John Inman mm-hmm. in Big Sur. Um knew that that was a possibly a gay character. Yeah. But hello hello. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Gruber being from what when I watching it and then watching it back and going Oh, right. so gay. I hadn't even thought of that. There you go. Yeah, I mean, see, that's not, that didn't even register. Wow. Yeah. Um, But uh, a a classic example for me (laughs) of how. Maybe it's just an awareness of over Mm. time or something I wasn't looking for. I don't know. I can't remember when I watched Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how long afterwards. A good couple of years. Yeah. I hadn't realised the uh, Simon Callow and um, the chart. What was his name? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Were lovers. I thought they were father and son. That's the way oh, I read really? it when I watched the film. For some reason, oh I did God. not wow. get that inference at all. And then it was a good few years later. So I can't remember when that film came out. And I do yeah. remember, and then somebody said to me, "I was like." The gay couple, what? Yeah. Oh. I, and I, I just hadn't. And you wonder why the son was so. Well, actually, we shouldn't give spoilers away, case. But yeah. Um... But because the, I, there was never. Uh, I just wasn't reading it correctly, or also. There was no physical contact, particularly between them, as I remember. Yeah. No, they weren't. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a kind of... It would have been an odd father some relationship. Yes, I'll grant you that, but... Um, we were Andy McDowell acting in the film, and that's bad enough as it is. Um, <laughs> sorry, Andy. Um, I don't know. I'm sure she's a regular listener. <laughs> she's not anymore. She's gone. <laughs> Bye, Andy. Um, yeah, I don't, it's a, I don't know whether... Unless you're looking for it, I don't... Right. Be, I mean, it's now, I watch things and I pick up very early on. So can I just... You know there's a show called Modern Family? Mm-hmm. Sitcom. American. The you know the two guys that... Yes, they're not gay, except it's stupid. They're a couple... I'm sorry. Gotta break it to you. What? <laughs> you know the lead singer of Queen? Oh, you can say he's a queen. Oh, good God. <laughs> Don't speak of Lil of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Lil of the Dead. That's a, that's a show Lil we'll be writing in the future. <laughs> Lil of the Dead. Um. Yeah, so I, I don't remember picking up 
yeah, I just, I'm a channel four. I just remember various. The difference though between being, uh, watching whatever these things might be. Yeah. Watching Euro Trash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. the odd. Anton de Can and. I mean. John Paul Gautier. Oh, yeah, John Paul Gautier, wasn't it? Perfect. And Maria McKellen, voiceover. I love her voice. Ah, for that reason. Ah, yeah. Um, and the. Watching that programme for the. Not for the tits, but maybe for the odd willy that might yeah, be. Or yeah, some yeah. weird. Vaguely homosexual. Yeah. Um, yes. Nuss. Yeah. Some weird uh, um, Scandinavian man playing uh, ping pong. Uh, playing no playing. A, I'm I'm going to go with a, 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 a woolly mammoth horn. <laughs> <laughs> in the nude. <laughs> woolly mammoth horn in the nude. Playing in the nude. <laughs> <laughs> On a woolly mammoth horn. Um, yes. Trunk. Horn. Anyway, let's not go on well, about woolly mammoths. Um, <laughs> so yes, so TV. But yes, and I think yes. Though, yes, Channel Four. And not having. And I remember buying like even Gay Times and then hiding it mm-hmm. at home. But I don't. It's still. The difference with them being at university and then mm-hmm. a whole group of us all sitting down to watch the very first episode of Queer as Folk. Ah, oh, becoming in a there an event. We go. That's finally been mentioned. I don't think it's come up so far. Event TV, Queer as Folk <laughs> being a big turning point the for lots UK of people. Of this, the UK, the original. Um, yeah. And I remember being sat there with a group of people from the block next door to me, actually. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we were all drama students or whatever, but there was a... There was a general excitement about watching this new... Yeah. Drama. Well, because it had a lot of a lot of um, build up to it, a lot mm. of the endless trailers, and yeah, everyone was very excited. I remember the day. I actually remember the night. I was house sitting for somebody in Tulse Hill, and I had uh, Anthony, a friend of ours, uh, who came over and watched it with me in the, while I was house sitting. And Keith, had I met Keith then? I think I'd met Keith. I think I've got this right. I think I'd met Keith and then he was coming over later in that year. My goodness. I'll have to look at the timing on that, but yeah, I feel like... Anyway, trying to put the dates in my head. 99? Could be, yeah. Yeah. 98 at university. Could be 99. So 99 probably, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, this was a major, major point. I'm glad somebody's finally brought that up because I've I've talked about every other film and television show and this is the big one we missed out. So, but Queer as Folk, yes. We'll come back to that because that's quite interesting and one that lots of people have seen the American version as yeah. well lots of listeners in America hello hello um, howdy so because I'm because I want to get through loads um, I'm, and I don't know where we are if I have to turn this into two episodes I will <clears throat> um, so I've got all sorts of things but okay I want to jump a little bit ahead and so TV and uh, kind of people to people who you could not just admire but people who perhaps as I was saying before we'd started the interview is who heroes wise did you have somebody you looked up to somebody who was uh, a role model for you in the public eye whether it was a musician or film star or playwright music 
it's funny because so many of my friends and listeners to your podcast how um, important music is. Music has been important to me, but maybe I might more have been from the classical side mm-hmm. because of playing. Yeah. Um, but the music I do learn, it's progressed now to it much more. Thank you, Mr. Matt Ian Kelly, <laughs> Kelly for uh, uh, teaching me, uh, teaching me forward. Um, I love musicals when I was young. Yeah. Uh, so I had a load of musicals and I would yeah. sing at the top of my voice all the time. Sorry, parents. And um, <laughs> so that was kind of my thing. Although I did uh, gay stereotype alert, Kylie, I loved Kylie. Oh. I mean, um, come on. Of course. <laughs> I remember being ever so slightly disappointed. Sorry, Mum and Dad. That I wanted for Christmas the album. Uh, and they got me the Express Yourself. The second one. Mm-hmm. Album. And I was like, oh, but I wanted the Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> album. Because, uh, um, like, a second album of Kylie couldn't be good as well. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I do remember a slight disappointment in time. Um, but I'm sure you grew to love that album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, but, but... So music was never kind of... That's, it's just been there, but I've never... I've grown to find things that I've actually loved without realising I yeah. love them later on. So David Bowie, Kate Bush particularly. Yeah. Um, uh, further down the line, but without realising that they were already... Um, percolating, percolating. Let's say um, percolating. Uh, in the back of my subconscious, or mm-hmm. as the soundtrack to my life, yeah, uh, as it were. Uh, but were there any gay men in in any kind of um, sphere that? I'm trying to think, gay men. Uh, when I was at school, we did um, cabaret. Yeah, as a this was so this was uh, a level. Uh, so I mean, 16, 17, um, and I got cast as the MC in Cabaret. Yep. Um, and Great watched, yeah, um, Alan Cumming mm-hmm. play in the mm-hmm. Dormar production. Yes. Yes, I've seen that. And I remember being kind of blown away by him mm-hmm. uh, in it, and then subsequently other stuff that he's done. So okay. I think he became a little bit of a role model. Oh, okay. And I also do remember him from... Oh, Dearing me, the ah, high life. The high life. Uh, what was the say? It's it's shocking, Shona. Shocking, Sh- Shona was a, was a yeah. one of the air hostesses with a shocking Shona. Yes, there we go. There you're right. Yes, okay. So I'm coming. So yeah, I'm coming. I think maybe later on. Um, anybody particularly was aware of me. And by the way, we apologise for our accents yeah that was supposed to be Alan. Scottish for yes. our gentlemen in the north <laughs> yes it must be terrible for uh, which uh, brings me to Victoria Wood Victoria Wood who is one of my heroes although not, not a gay, gay man but uh, um, loved by many uh... <laughs> Andrew's <laughs> mouthing all sorts of things that we're not going to, to say, say right now <clears throat> um, but um, yeah uh, French and Saunders ah well there we go uh, I think there was always the comedy side was who are my complete still comedy heroes and yeah just yeah still yeah we both that's one of the things we bonded over really definitely sad when Victoria Wood died last year um, in the whole period Um, and like how much vast tracts of her stuff I can still quote yeah Um, 
I don't know if there was any particular. I don't know if I had a a strong association. I do remember watching. I don't know how old was I though. I mean, whether people like watching Top of the Pops or or one of those kind of shows, Top of the Pops, that's going back, but um, kind of things again, like again, I think maybe this whole thing of not necessarily being so. Oh, it was a thing, but it so again, uh, yeah. it was a thing, but it wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah. If that makes any sense, so George, um, boy George, I remember being on there and being like, okay. And I think it was my friend Tim. Uh, he like boy George Lott and was said yeah. Mm. And I was like, oh, oh. I mean, I just walk around in a, an oblivious state all the time. Maybe that's all it is. <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me you're gay. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, this podcast, by the <laughs> way, um, <laughs> is brought to you by the letter G A Y. You were just in your towel. <laughs> With your with playing your Pied Piper music playing on your Woody Mammoth, um, <laughs> playing your Woody Mammoth horn, and oblivious to the world. I, I think I was aware of it, but I don't think it was. I think this may be all credit to my parents. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, I told my dad for ages mm-hmm. that it was never wasn't a thing. No, I remember actually one of uh, so somebody used to work in housekeeping. Um, uh, that my mum knew very well mm. um, and he was a bit more of a an old school gay okay um, more ultra mm. um, kind of gentleman uh, and that seemed quite distant to me but then I was a lot younger anyway so I was 17 yeah um, well yeah uh I don't think that's necessarily the probably not the fact that he was gay. It's just the fact that he was uh, an older man and you're a seventeen-year-old yeah. boy, and so gay or straight, you probably would be like. I guess you would kind of if you're still if your radar's going. Oh, is that what they are? Is that who they yeah, are? Yeah, there was who a little bit like because he was. I'm not like that. Or it doesn't make sense. He was yeah. a cruiser. I know that. Right. Uh, and that just seemed like oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. So was that a little bit of. Oh, is that what? What you do? Is that what we have to do? Again, pre the rule book, the rule book, the the, the gay rule book that's handed down. Mm. Um, <laughs> slightly cummy stained. Um, and <laughs> sorry, mum. Apologies. Uh, yeah, I do. That being, that, yeah, there, this is interesting because there is something obviously about without necessary means to find out. How do you form these? Yeah. Images in a completely heterosexually dominated media. Yeah, yeah. Form. Yeah. Entertainment form. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I found I don't know, all these different things. That, uh, and I remember being at, at work again. From the step, there was another one of the managers. And they used to take the piss out of him all the time. Right. Lady Queen, blah, 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 blah. Ah, okay. And I was, and I remember saying to my friend Mandy, and I was just like, did they say that about me when I woke up? But mm-hmm. they never said anything to my face or anything. Uh, and again, I was I mean, he was a manager, so they wouldn't say it to his face because they'd yeah. be flat, but, but they would never have any jive particularly. Mm-hmm. And actually would notice 
the boys were quite happy to flirt with me right from behind the bar or whatever um, and I had to go and get the drinks and and I was like Mandy uh, like, and I remember saying I oh, know it's because he's a fucking useless piece of shit right and can't do his job right so they and so they're latching on that but you're really good at your job yeah and they respect you for how hard you work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so actually they're not going to take the piss out of you I thought okay yeah they probably still shouldn't have been using that as no a, absolutely as their, as their but it was a thing to, to 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 attack but yeah interesting um weird things yeah build up over time I suppose yeah um okay well um I suppose late I mean going on then was probably um like going back to the heroes thing yes um I suppose but Ian McKellen and his as I became more aware that he was gay um which is a lot later on because it was not that long ago he did that show didn't he the was it called A Night Out the one man show Mm. yeah that was his kind of well obviously come out before then but that was the first time that it was talked about properly in public and he talked about it as far as I remember was that that show is kind of when it when he came into the prominence the public eye the fact that he was and maybe we were reading about it in gay press and it was less more about the gay community knowing about it and not yeah I don't know but anyway yeah okay so him yeah. Uh, moving forward yeah and yeah. then his uh, activism mm-hmm. with that I admire mm-hmm. uh, greatly um, and then I suppose just quietly through a lot of my stuff will always come back to theatre or performing in some way that's yeah. obviously where my main thrust lies <laughs> thrust thrust um, well that's so people yeah. like Kevin Elliott oh there we go the writer um, My I, Night with Reg My Night with Reg which I never saw the original production but I did see the what version they made on TV yeah. and then I saw the, the, the recent one that they did on stage and I'd forgotten how um, heartbreaking it is yeah um, I saw the original yeah goodness me I saw his other piece um, Kevin Elliott's um, The Day I Stood Still mm-hmm. and it was on at the National and I remember mm-hmm. when I was at uh, university was I still at I think I was still end availables. I took a year out, so it may have been over that year. Yeah. Um, I didn't do anything constructive with it. Um, I wasted <laughs> it. Um, let that be a story of my life. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, but I would book these weekends and I'd come up. So my friend David from primary school, mm-hmm. still with friends with, mm-hmm. uh, and his parents had a flat up in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And they very kind of let me stay in the flat and I'd go up for the one night and I'd go and see one show on the Friday night or somewhere, and then two shows on the Saturday. Yeah. And then come back on the Sunday. Uh, also, must stay two nights. Um, normally around the National or wherever it was, I'd try and get something booked in. Uh, and I remember booking this, because it just sounded really interesting, mm-hmm. the, the day I stood still. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, not to be confused with the day the Earth stood still. <laughs> Michael Rennie was ill. Um <laughs> <laughs> Ah, which takes me to Rocky Horror. That, I do remember watching that for the very first time and being... Oh, there we go. Um, kind of blown away and turned on and yeah. allured and... Wanting to be Frankenfurter. And b- b- wanting to be with Frankenfurter and, and be, be Frankenfurter. And part of the performer inside out, yeah. part of then, oh, the gay part of me. Like, oh, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, well, and, and Brad. Who I was more... I, I was in love with Brad in the film that Brad his yeah. name I can't remember oh, yeah. but anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yes, he. I, 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 and you were supposed to fancy uh, Rocky, but no. I, I liked Brad. Anyway, there we go. Okay, um, so Ian McKellen, Frank and <laughs> <Yeah. Furter. laughs> <laughs> There's a right mix here. But in this play, I just remember sitting there. And this and play. And it was uh, the day I stood still. Yes. And when the, the spaceship comes, oh no, I've mixed them up again. And um, <laughs> it's this beautiful, just kind of, do you know it at all? I've I've read the synopsis, but I've never seen it, no. So basically it's, um, we have two acts, and then the third act, the mm-hmm. end, which is a go back in time. Mm-hmm. So the first two acts we go through, and I can't quite remember it, and it's this whole situation of this character, uh, he lives in his house, he's kind of living through his life. It's a little bit like, my night with Reg, this a sense of longing for something that never quite happened. Right. Um, and then uh, this boy comes in who reminds him of this guy from the past mm-hmm. and kind of the unravels. Uh, and the, the, the keening and the yearning that you're left with at the end of Act 2, then we go to Act 3, we go back in time and then the same boy who was um, uh, the son that had turned up of his past yeah. lover plays the wannabe lover um, okay. in the third and then there's another actor comes in um, okay. so it was Adrian Scarborough was uh, um, right. okay. in, in the so, cast and yeah. then another character who strangely whose parents I've acted with at Warburton Players um, <laughs> it's a small world it's a small after, world all. after all and uh, <laughs> and I, it's this this moment with a necklace that's found and he loses he, get, he gets given the necklace by the boy um, Adrian Scarborough's character mm-hmm. in the past mm-hmm. and he cherishes it so much but he's trying to that whole thing of and maybe there's a, I was at that point as well of sort of trying to intimate maybe with somebody mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just yeah that, yeah that's why there was a demonstration physical that wasn't yes, very it was, there was, um, there was a there was a it one was a moment it was, um, it was moving when the cameras were watching and uh, <laughs> the, the, what I'm trying to say is that moment where you're not sure if somebody does like you, doesn't like you. Yeah. But even more heightened when it becomes a gay thing because that's a, opening itself up to a whole other can mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Uh, oh. pass, uh, worms. <laughs> and, and it was just a beautiful and he ends up giving the necklace and the, nothing happens but that character holds on to that thing. But what happens is he loses the necklace down the floorboards. Uh-huh. At the end of that pit and we oh, find it in the yes. second act. So that's so an explanation of what yeah. happens. Uh-huh. And I just... I don't know whether I found that more powerful being in a theatre mm-hmm. as a communal act watching this very tender wistful um, haunting story of love yep. of a gay love mm-hmm. um I was going to say it didn't involve somebody taking off the top, but I think it might have done, actually. Um, <laughs> and Which is all right. And being in the room with all these people and just having that experience, more than necessarily watching things on TV, which may be why they don't stay with me. Yeah. Whereas that has stayed with me such mm-hmm. a long time. The, one of those that I, I... I remember just feeling, feeling inside that I couldn't... Did I want to write to Adrian Scott? Did I want to write to my friend? Did I want to... I, what was I going to write? I didn't know how to express yeah. it, and it just. And that's, I think it's a. Is that a. Is it a. I don't know. Is it a, a, 
a performance crutch. Is a, a, I've had it as well before when I went to um, 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 it'll come to you. Come to me. It'll come to you. But with um, Professor Xavier in the reboot of X Men, um, James McAvoy. Yes. Uh, in uh, production at the Dunmar, um, the one within the war camp playing uh, uh, war, but they're the entertainment core. Oh, uh, privates. Privates on parade. parade. Thank you. Um, and he was in a production of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, got naked. It was well worth the ticket price, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I can imagine. Yes. But I, I remember then to that being again. Just there was something a massive man crush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably for a slightly different reason. Yeah. Um, but, that, yeah, there were certain... You wanted to be crushed by a man. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Kevin Elliott, yeah. Okay, that's interesting, because this is... this is this mm. is Because Kevin Elliott, because I want to talk about gay playwrights as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, but a few just kind of quick questions that you don't have to... You just, just give me kind of off-the-top-of-your-head answers. But um, the first one, I've got some little notes here. And this one is really, um, do you think, well, it's, I'm saying answer this briefly because it's a brief question, but answer it as you will. Do you think there is still a need for a gay scene as such? Because I do, and I've discussed this with my other guests, and I've discussed this on my own, chatting away. In the mirror. In the mirror. <laughs> um, because I feel that they're, that they're, we still... That, the community needs to perhaps potentially regroup and uh, yeah. and uh, just because times aren't easy and uh, I've discussed this with actually a listener who got in touch and um, discussed and he said well you know I, I, I feel where I live in the world I'm not going to say where because that would be revealing but I had said I, I feel that life is fine and, and being gay is very accepted and I walk down the street hand in hand with my boyfriend and I said well yeah that's good and I'm really glad you can in that place but uh, not necessarily for everyone. Well, definitely not for everyone. And we know there's places where it's illegal, but just even I still hesitate myself after all these years. And uh, I feel that t- times aren't, you know, politics. And I've tried to avoid going into deep, too deep into politics. The way things are going, we might need to to regroup and uh, stick by each other's sides a little yeah. bit more. That's my personal take. But what do you feel? So I've kind of answered it. Uh, briefly, yes. You're Good. Right. Uh, moving on. <laughs> no, I think uh, totally. Uh, will we ever? Will there ever be a point where we don't need it? Well, that's, yeah. Um, and, and that one, I don't know if there is ever a point. Is there always going to be? I feel like there always should be. And, it and gives it, you a, even if things are perfect. Yeah. Because actually it gives be, you a place to be... Yourself, not necessarily the wrong, but to be somewhere where you don't go to learn about um, uh, brain surgery at a, uh, a mechanics. No, hopefully not. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yes, but yes. there's something about being with. You can, still, you can develop and we have the internet now so you can develop and grow as a gay person you can find the information to learn yeah. but there is which is great are we just naturally a, a even though people who may be um, introverted I am a particular introvert 
ambivert probably more. But yeah. there are, I'm very happy with my own company, but there are times that I would also, there's still the need to interact to some degree. Yeah. We are a social being. Um, um, if we weren't, why were, why did we develop noises that are able to speak? Um, yeah. And so there is a need to connect with other people. Mm-hmm. Probably in a face-to-face form. Yeah. Um, and that's gay, straight, or otherwise. I mean, yeah. that's everyone should. Just, yeah, that's I think just, that mm-hmm. needs to be happening more in the world yeah. again. And I think maybe it's going that way a little bit. Because um, isolationism doesn't work. No. Well, clearly. Because then mental... all you end up do is build up your own... Well, reinforce your own um, thoughts on whether they be right or wrong. I'm not gonna make a judgment on yeah. either way. Um, but the best way it seems to be in most situations is when people come together to discuss right now. Yes, um, I just thought that as well. Uh, to discuss and talk um, whether that is as friends to yeah reaffirm that bond of friendship or as somebody you don't understand well I was going to say it's about about that doesn't even need to be about politics it's just about connecting and 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 uh, and I think that the I don't want to take away from like I say the internet's great and there are the ability of a 13 year old boy in a remote part of somewhere in the UK or wherever can can go and find resources and uh, learn and, and hopefully feel support and doesn't have to travel hundreds of miles to be in that. Yeah. But at the same time, sorry, this is me interviewing you, but now I'm just point of view. But it is, it is. I feel like, uh, if you agree, but being able to to just walk into a place and feel it's not even safety. But what am I trying to say? But I feel a sense of of that whatever is you, it community. Is it a case of yeah. But also, I find the, the slight converse there. When I first was in London, mm-hmm. could not walk up Old Compton Street. And why was that? Terrified me. Ah, right. Okay. Um, I just wasn't confident in myself necessarily, which is not necessarily anything against them. But then, no, because it tends to be more. Um, Outward, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in the sense, like if you're on Compton Street, everyone's kind of all on the streets and whatever, mm-hmm. that it becomes a little bit of a catwalk. Um, yeah. Uh, there Especially is also, I'm aware that I'm yeah. standing quite eager, meaning cool that. Uh, no, no. That they were all going to be looking at me. Um, no, it's not even that. <laughs> but no, but then, well, no, no, but then as you say, when you, when you were feeling anxious and nervous about doing it, that was the op- complete opposite. You were feeling, you probably feeling you weren't good enough yes. to be strutting down the And then also, I suppose there was a thing of... Which a lot of people... Well, you get all gay characters often be quite bitchy queens and you're like, oh, yeah. I'm just going to... Which is not, ladies and gentlemen, and those are still to come out and still to decide. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. And... Uh, and those yet undecided, and yet undecided. We're quoting from um, Kinky, Kinky Boots. Boots, which I saw last night and absolutely loved it. And I can recommend that one. There's a recommendation yes, for you. And me too. And we both loved it. So we'll talk about that another time. Anyway, yes. Um, um, so there is. What was I trying to say? I've completely forgot my point. <laughs> <laughs> the tangent and has. Cut. Um, and done. 
and sleep. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I find it very... Now, being older mm. and more confident in myself, so this may have just been a personal thing, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it's not. Um, it's kind of partly what you make of it as well. Yeah. If you want it to be fun and crazy, and well, rah, you kind of make yeah. it fun and crazy because that's the people you end up hunting out. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's interesting you meant because we've. I, I think maybe a little bit with 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 Kieran when we talked, there was an an element to him kind of talking about he he was going. I think he was going the next night for his sister's birthday to Gay with his brother who's also gay and uh, but even him kind of being aware of the 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 the, the um the preening and the peacock yes mentality the complete peacocking and I, even Which now is... i feel sometimes when you're in a gay bar yeah uh, and you're not you sat there with friends and you end up feeling yeah. to be a bit peacocky you might suddenly there's you checking yourself actually how am i sat am i have i got my gut just hanging over the top of my trousers oh, am i relaxed a little bit yeah no i'm not relaxed because i'm too <laughs> yeah aware no it's a, but I, and I think a lot of people would say the same but then there is something that sometimes, and I don't know what this means, but sometimes I know if I'm in that environment and I'm playing that and I've actually got myself dressed up somewhat, to play that is quite empowering as well. So there's something in that. Yeah. I don't know. There's something There's something for everyone. Yeah. I mean, but, it's, it's <laughs> that thing of, you know, why do people go out on the weekend? Because they get dressed up, they feel good. Yeah. And go and have a laugh. Mm. Let their uh, hair down, which is ironic because that's the thing they pulled up so tight. Um, <laughs> but I think for somebody like you say, somebody who's younger, or maybe somebody who's if there, if anyone's listening who is still not out, uh, out and about, and is thinking about going and doing that, there is that element, and there is an element of kind of having to just jump in the deep end. And once you're there, it's fine. And there, yeah. there may be there may be queens <clears throat> who might be slightly more. Um, Tongue lashing, in all sorts Not a good of good way. <laughs> yes, um, but that's uh, but that's okay, and yeah, and you can be the shyest person and still have fun and yeah. not to let it stress you out. And but anyway, so again, this is the reason there that there's a need for it. For I feel like so a young man or woman can go and discover somewhere that's not that's a real place that's not a place yeah. through a screen. And actually, physically walk into a room and smell, and smell the feet. <laughs> back, oh, to the feet. back to the feet. Anyway, we're going to move. Okay. We're um, going to move on. We're yes, going to move on. I think that okay. yeah, we do still need. Yeah. Okay. That sense of community, particularly if times are becoming more difficult again, possibly. Yeah. With certain curtailing of, or possible curtailing of rights and yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, yeah. Happens happens in other countries therefore pride is also well there we go that's the other important. thing is pride yeah which I ladies and gentlemen please don't hate me and I will make sure my card is docked appropriately my gay carrying card yeah I have never been to pride oh yes um because because I wasn't really in London have I ever did I ever go to Brighton pride do you know I don't know I think I have no I haven't um didn't have anyone to go with particularly not competent enough to go on my own at that point mm. um, 
And then subsequently I was I've been teaching, always teaching on weekends, and the weekend it was on was always the point where we'd have a kids' gala show. I can't rock out of there in my heels and wig on. Um, <laughs> when I'm busy on stage in my heels and wig. And, um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and because the bit I've really wanted to do had been the March or festival, which I thought was the more um, politicised bit mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. of the event. Yep. Um, uh, uh, and the idea of turning up to Old Compton Street River with many, many drunk queens um, when I'm not. Um, <laughs> it's probably the... Uh, which good you can point, be. Uh, which I could be, but it would take me time uh, to catch up. Um, which I never feel great within that situation anyway. I'd much yeah. rather be in a pub uh, being able to talk to people. Um, yeah. Uh, hence why I like being in... Uh, um, what's my just off us? Uh, the Strand. Oh, the Retro Bar. The Retro Bar, yeah, I like that one because it's quieter. And yes, Retro Bar. Talk. Recommendation for you, visitors to London. It's a nice little bar just off the Strand um, and it plays... Down by Super Drug. Down, if you go, yes, Steps by Super Drug on the Strand. Step past Super Drug on the Strand. On it's the a strand. grand place. Um, it's lovely, little, it's quite small. Um, but it's really friendly and the music is all the music that I've been talking about for the last few podcasts and yeah. I think we both agree it's uh, it's just generally the atmosphere and there is no ageism and no. there is no it's yeah it's a good one for people of all ages and uh, yeah I yes yeah love it uh, and if you want to sponsor us <laughs> yes that's great um, yeah but yeah, I, uh, I must, 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 must get to Pride at okay. some point. Well, maybe. Have you, where have you year, done Pride? Where have I done yeah. Pride? I used to do it in London every year and I used to do it back in the days and I was talking about this previously. Around the time when I was working with Mr. Patrick Wilde and What's oh, yeah. Wrong With Angry, we used to go in our t-shirts and be, well, we are trying to sell tickets as well but and flyers, but um, th- that was kind of when I was very much involved in the whole thing and I would go on the march and I would stay to the point where I was I lost I lost a wallet in pride and for, didn't realise until about four o'clock in the morning and went it was a Brockwell Park in Brixton yeah, yeah. and uh, my friend Ben and I he dutifully came back and we got because I think they'd locked it we had to climb into Brockwell Park anyway we got into Brockwell Park in the darkness in amongst all the rubbish that you can imagine after a private event is that what you told the police officer I'm just looking for my wallet (laughs) it's my wallet I was bending over (laughs) sorry officer (laughs) no it was it was it was really I was looking and, and, and we went back and found the wallet in the how unbelievable is that that somebody and so I that my my faith was I hadn't lost my faith but it was it was boosted in gay people that the wallet had been left on the floor whether everyone was just too drunk and they didn't notice but un- amongst all the rubbish there was my wallet full of money still sitting there wow and that was a good pride and so then I went on and spent all the money I had in the wallet but um, celebrating finding a wallet <laughs> um, but yes prides used to be really important to me and I, I, I was very I would and I'd get annoyed with other people who wouldn't go mm. I have not been on a march for years and years and sometimes it's because I've not been here sometimes because that's been the reason the last few years but then there's other years when I don't know laziness maybe and just kind of 
oh, but then I or, or go, kind of making excuses. I haven't bought an outfit. I need to buy an outfit. I haven't got the money to buy an outfit. Therefore, I won't go. Just go. Yeah. Do it. Yes, if you can, if you want to dress up, that's lovely. But hopefully, the weather's nice. You can just wear a t-shirt, a pair of shorts, and everyone's happy. But anyway, I've never done. I've done Brighton once. Okay. And then I've not been to another Pride. Obviously, we've been to uh, to festi- gay yes. festivals, gay theatre festivals, yeah. which I want to come to fairly soon yeah. as well, because I don't know where we are time-wise, but it's oh, Friday. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> no, this is good. Um, so, Keeping you up in the wee small hours. I know. <laughs> Hopefully you've, you've flown to uh, Bangkok and back by now. <laughs> um, so... Yes, here's the here's the next thing I wanted to talk about. So again, it's not going to get a brief answer. You are a user of apps and websites. Yes. Um, City mappers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, not really anywhere I was going. Uh, well, uh, I used to be. You used to be. Um, <laughs> new relationships are therefore. Come yes. Off said apps. Um, but uh, did, did you find what were your what was your experience? Did you were you happy in that world? Um, what the what okay, hey, easier, easier way to describe it? Give me your two pros and two cons, I think is the better rather than us attacking websites and people who use them because I think it's a good, I think it's great. No, I, I, think, I think it's a um, yeah, two it pros. makes the whole process of meeting somebody for sex even though the apps tell you that it's it's about social time. yeah yeah and I know sometimes people I have heard people tell me that they've actually <clears throat> become friends I with have people good friends from there we go yeah. um uh who I've said naked and um <laughs> uh it's it, I think it's a very good way for, yeah to be able to connect with people to have sex um that when maybe that's just what you want. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, without necessarily having to go for the whole evening and buying drinks. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, you may have drink at the person's house or whatever it may be. Um, and not to everyone's cup of tea is to cruise, whatever, yeah. and to meet people that way. Yeah. Um, in in face to face, you mean? In face to face, yeah. yeah. Um, not on a cruise with Jane McDonald. And um, <laughs> oh no, let's not go there. I, I love Jane McDonald. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes, I'm gay. And um, <laughs> it, it makes, yeah, it, it makes, I'll, I'll be able to uh, find your kink or your interest yep. sexually to yep. make it much more uh, readily available and because uh, you can be more specific. And yeah, yep. search engines and, yep. um, of said website, uh, apps and stuff. Um, uh People's behaviour is probably a lot worse. You mean on... in the sense of the way of being able to communicate and deal with people, um, and so you can be ruder, you can be, you can be harsher. Yeah, you're right. Okay, um, because because it's... you're the other end of a a phone. Some yeah. sense of decency, or in some sense of um, okay, you know. Uh, Mr. Dick may be thinking at that particular point in time, mm. so you may not be thinking your best. Mm. Um, but 
going blank or on the screen, you know, just yeah. not responding anymore to yeah. a certain point. And then, um, you know, we were arranging to meet up, not turning up. Mm-hmm. Or, um, or just... Um, uh, <laughs> you know, the first thing somebody says... Um, big dick question mark right which in any other situation um, well yeah uh, I I can't think of a particular situation where that might be appropriate at all at Um, the bus stop yeah big dick Um, (laughs) to the lady behind the counter in Sainsbury's Uh, behind the counter in Sainsbury's what counter am I going to anyway yeah the, the, the cheese pharmacy. counter oh the cheese counter you were the phone <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah the, the and the assumptions and also knowing quite a few uh, uh, black guys and mixed race guys hmm. that the, the level of Racism towards them, right? That can occur. Well, no, I've heard this. I mean, yeah. Um, well, this is the side of it that I, um, like the, yeah, the yeah. assumptions and the I don't do blacks, just not my thing. Yeah, you see think, that well, actually, mm. it's not a preference that you are just being racist, racist, yeah, yeah, because you've, you've made it. A distinction between it being an individual and a purely well, yeah. I mean, this is the thing, and I keep referring to other to the other to the other boys, boys, gentlemen that I've interviewed, chatted to that Menno talking about mask for mask and that being a thing. And it just, I mean, yes, that's fine if that's what you want, and I guess that isn't offensive in itself. But but when it's like, um, and Menno was saying about you know. Uh, no femmes, no fatties, no. no so, so then you're offending. No Jews, no Irish. Yeah, you're, so you're offending race, size, um, uh, um, personality. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the side of it that I that the, doesn't the, the, sit well the with unpleasant, me. Unpleasant, nasty side of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I've never used it myself because I because it I've been in a relationship long before mm. it started and. Um, but just seeing other people kind of the good and the bad yeah I mean you've kind of discussed both now really you've given us the and the 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 amount of time Mm. lost wasted um I think it's probably worse than Facebook as a as a time waster as a time waster yeah or hogger suddenly there's this need to know Oh, I'm at my nan's funeral. But yeah, yeah. I didn't do that, ladies and gentlemen. No. Um, <laughs> Though Joe Orton did. If <laughs> well, if if you mm. if you're led to believe. Well, but uh, I just yeah, it's the big. But as a means of opening up the thing, but then it's also the the death. Some say to the scene because yeah. now people are not going out that way. But then. You know, you're compartmentalizing sex away from necessarily the, the peacockery. Peacockery. <laughs> um, peacockery. Or the wanting to go out and just have a yeah, a jolly night. And now maybe they become two separate things, so, mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's tying it all up again. 
Um, my goodness, my goodness. Mm. Right. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I think we might have to have you back another time as well. But okay, so mm-hmm. I'm going to whisk through a few things now. So let's just just uh, explain. So we know each other because we were working as a waitress <coughs> in a hotel bar. Uh, in fact, we were working in uh, we were working in a station in Charing Cross Station, <laughs> doing a yes. very random job. Seven o'clock in the morning. Seven o'clock in the morning, and uh, and we were finally oh the two gays stuck together in a station. And unlike Ghostbusters, when the two streams crossed, we didn't explain. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> we just oh, became a, <laughs> a big screaming ghost. One yeah. big. <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> and we did. And that, yeah, it was that's suddenly that final moment of oh god, gonna meet. Okay. Yeah. But if I don't like this guy, oh god, it's gonna be like the. I know we've got three shifts stacked like together. The gay socks all over again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it was and it was no, and we we kind of uh, yeah no, it was within about five minutes. We went, all oh, right, okay, that's fine. I got the cut of your jib, young man. Yeah, yeah, that was done. Yeah, very comfortable. Done, yeah, absolutely. And um and 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 we played many games past time, which was giving men passers by marks out of ten because it just kept our minds more awake than we could have been just doing the job that we were struggling doing anyway. Yeah, we don't need to go into the. Uh, Who's the mice and where's? <laughs> but yes, it was it was hard work sometimes. But yeah, we enjoyed. So it made yeah. it made a sometimes cold and sometimes tough job because the London public can be tough. Yeah. Um, but we carried on when we worked very hard, very hard. But we also were uh, we we did uh, we did yes in in the quieter periods we would pass time by mark marking men out of ten and that's how our yeah. friendship blossomed from there, and then. Um, and then I worked with you. Yeah, and then you were. I remember you were doing um, the Gaydar Diaries. There we go. And I remember saying to you, "Well, if you need anybody, obviously, want to be actor, <laughs> jobbing actor, not want to be actor. I, 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 I actor. Um, uh, <laughs> camp I. Camp uh, I. <laughs> uh, I was, you know, promoting myself a little bit. Um, yeah." But you were fine at that point. You were you were busy, and then you spoke about the play, what you wrote, mm-hmm. Lightning Strikes, and you asked me to come along. Yeah, to do a read through. That's it of it. That was it. That was the first read through of it, wasn't it? Yeah, that was that was at the White Bear Theatre. Was that the first one? It was. Yes, actually, it was. But yeah. And then you also were in the... Were you in the next round? Were you away? Uh, there was one round you were, I feel like... There was one we did at the Pleasance. Were you in that one? I think I did that one. We did it in like the studio... I think it was the studio space at Pleasance Theatre. I feel like you were. You must have been. You must have been. Because yeah. that's when... Uh, when uh, the, ma- the gentleman who's produced it decided to produce it was that show. Ah, okay. That read through, but yes. Yeah, so you read through, yeah. And then we took it to, took the show to fruition, and took it <laughs> yes to the Dublin lightning struck, struck. lightning struck, lightning struck. Uh, and we, yes, I filled the audience. They know the story, the play. So um, you had, did you, did you enjoy working on my theatre? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, is the correct answer. Thank you. Uh, it was. It was nice to have done something, you know, uh, 
<laughs> anything <laughs> um, to you to put your faith in me to um, yeah. at least come, well I suppose it was just a read through <laughs> you could have chucked me at the end of that um, <laughs> dear god the man can't read um, uh, and has no talent <laughs> which you may be thinking right now ladies and gentlemen <laughs> as we're still listening uh, but um, no I, I I loved I loved the whole experience it was quite nice doing a a, a new piece um uh, plus, I also love the premise of this filtering of time periods. Yeah. Um, through, uh, and it was a lovely group to work with. Yes. Yes. Who have subsequently become a group of friends. Yeah, absolutely. Which followed through into another show. Yes. Sort of. Well, four. Four of us. Four of us. Yeah. Yes. That I then went to the play that I didn't wrote. Yeah. Um, called the Temperamentals, which we discussed last year, and and uh, and that was a show we had lots of fun on. As far as before, because I wasn't writing, I didn't have to worry about that. Yeah. Um, and that was a lot of fun to do. It was a really good moving play, but it was also we just got to bitch at each other. Yeah. And um, I and I I I'd never felt more prepared. Yeah. Than no. I had it was, the Temperamentals. Yeah. It was a very. Yeah. We, we well we worked on it hard but we also we all sat in our roles pretty well I think mm. and uh, yeah anyway and again, that's... that one I love that one um, because of the the not necessarily well known history um, yeah albeit American in this instance for listeners who haven't who have just joined maybe mm. uh, Temperamentals is uh, just as a recap is about a group of civil rights uh, gay activists in uh, Silver Lake in Los Angeles um, in the 50s and uh, and pre uh, decriminalization pre uh, decriminalization <laughs> can't <laughs> say the word let alone be it uh, hopefully I'm not decrim anyway don't go there um, and uh, and it's a great play and it's pre-Stonewall as well so there's a lot of, so anyway Google them and the Mattachine Society, Mattachine Society which has yeah. all come up again recently in the um, When We Rise Dustin ah, Lance Black yeah. anyway just keeping you up to date so yes yeah, so there was that that we worked on and that was lots of fun um, but yes having you work on my play was great and then also <laughs> obviously we've done we did a children's show together that we yes. all created and I scripted and everyone did bits of scripting with and was Jennifer Skylark on the Seagulls Handbook which we loved and I've talked a bit about that but that's another podcast and Terribly then, Brave Vikings put that into YouTube Terribly va Brave Vikings in YouTube yes do that and, and you'll you, see you'll see us me and thee doing 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 the doing, terribly doing brave the do Vikings. <laughs> Betty Boo Betty Boo just doing the do just doing the do um, and you are too stop rhyming <laughs> uh, and um, and then also uh, we went dogging oh my god oh yeah <laughs> wow so um, it's always one whenever I went to an audition so tell me about <laughs> dogging <laughs> well um google it google it maybe don't uh, but clear your browser afterwards yeah. um, that was uh, a what the audience listeners know the the, the premise of the uh, yes we haven't we haven't because um, Tony Higgins 
who will be interviewed. And, hi, Tony. And, and, hi, Tony. And is uh, the one... He's writing for two British television shows, Holby and Casualty, oh, yes. um, uh, which our other friend, who was also in two shows with us, Mr. David Ames, who's also promised to come and be interviewed, yeah. uh, is... Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, we're all from that world together. What am I saying? Uh, dogging. Dogging. There we go. So Tony had written this show and asked me to direct and then there was a okay there was a there was a character you need so from the way I understood it um, was uh, there was a person who was playing this role and for whatever reason um, artistic differences illness in the family whatever the general quotes are on social media these days um, was unable to do the show anymore yeah um, so I, lo and behold, sat at home. Off goes the mobile phone. Who's in the casting? Um, <laughs> Matt Ian Kett phoned me. Oh, what's he want? Hi. Anyway, talks to me uh, and offers me the role. I think after speaking to Tony, you know, I think we you do the role really well. Oh, okay. Lovely. Um, the role, we're going to make no changes to it. They're just going to keep it exactly as it was. Because bear in mind, I haven't told you this bit, the person that left was a woman. So I was brought in <laughs> to play a lady called Beryl, <laughs> who has... <laughs> it was the most un-PC show. Um, a disability, and it probably has slight learning difficulties as well. I didn't write this, by the way, so I can't... <laughs> Tony Higgins. Tony Higgins. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and so I suddenly was brought in to play this role, which was hilarious, um, if weird and wonderful. Um, and it all revolved a whole group of people interconnected who all happened to, to arrive at, to dogging, arrive spot. at this dogging spot, which we did behind... Not everyone was dogging, though, mind. This was no, no, some were there because they were with other people, and some were there by accident because they'd had an accident. Um, and uh, and some were there because they really wanted to be there and it was performed behind a pub in the snow behind the Vauxhall Tavern the Royal Vauxhall Tavern in London who decides to do an outdoor production at the beginning of December Susan Winter our producer Winter Winter, That's it. Winter, Winter. by name Winter, Winter by, by nature, nature. Milady de Winter <laughs> um, who I also played anyway um, oh yeah yes um <laughs> But yeah, so that show, that was another moment of, yeah, if you can survive friendships through that yeah. uh, kind that, of that, weather. That was, yeah. And uh, gazebos. Oh, gazebos. I, I remember being said from first day oh. rehearsal, I need a wheelchair, please. I mean, when I must have these props, one must. Because I had about four minutes rehearsal. Yeah. Being brought in slightly later on. Yeah. Uh, and so the, 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 the wheelchair that I was given was the one from Greenwich Theatre. Yes. Um, which is just one used for... Uh, wheeling people around mm. not designed as a person really sat on it on their own a person supposed to be, able uh, to, to, be able to use manipulate it yeah. on their own yeah. without necessarily being pushed yeah um, so one the ground was muddy lumpy snowy there's me trying to push myself around on this wheelchair basically just going around in circles as one wheel would lock at night oh just yeah, it was Going uphill. <laughs> or not. Dragging a member of the audience to drag me up on stage, please. Um, yeah. Um, wow. 
and being <laughs> made alive by a Cindy doll. Yes, um, yes, ignited by the Cindy <laughs> Ignited the passions by a Cindy doll. Yes, which we don't need to go into the no, graphics of that one. But uh, I mean, it's called dogging. You weren't expecting anything yes. less than that, were you? And there was a man running around uh, attacking the audience in a gimp mask. Anyway. It was nothing to do with the show. <laughs> yes, it turned yes. up. It's yeah. the Royal Voxel's happened for you. <laughs> it's what you expect, ladies and gentlemen, in Voxel these days. Um, but yeah, oh, so... generation, my foot. <laughs> oh, feet again. Feet again. Um, so that was... So, yeah, so so we've done... We've, we've artistically been through every kind of... As director, actors... Playwright, yeah. we've done kind of the covered the, the, yeah. the, we've covered, and then we did and also lilies, did well. lilies which we love. We loved lilies, um, and I said I mentioned all the cast the other day, and I think I said hello to all of them. So we're not going to do that now, but yes, uh, and I explained that play. If you haven't listened, go back to another podcast because it's too long to explain right now again. But it's a great play. It's a good play. Yeah. And I'm going to say hello, Brent Carver, for that was my most amazing memory. Yes, no, I mentioned this uh, the other day. That, yes, from that, Dublin. From Dublin, wow. And we had lots of lovely times in Dublin. We enjoyed yeah. the Dublin gay scene. We did, yes. The George and Dragon. And apparently there's only the George now. Oh, no. The Dragon is gone, I've heard. Has I don't know killed? if it's true. Hello, Dublin, has it gone? I don't know. But apparently I'd read somewhere that it had gone. And then Panty Bar, of course, is still there. Ah, fabulous. Um, Panty Bar now, famous. Um, yes, of course. Yes, because um, Panty, Panty herself... Panty Bliss? Panty Bliss. Panty Bliss, yes. Yeah. Um, I have found myself using the phrase check myself. Check myself, yes. A lot more than Menno I ever Menno and I said the same thing. We discussed this exact thing. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's called The Queen of Ireland. It's on, it's certainly on iTunes, the film. It's wonderful and it's about the, the Panty Bliss, the lady, and, well, and her politics and a speech she did at the Abbey Theatre in Dublin about uh, being self-aware on the streets um, and being too self-aware um, and having to be self-aware still in this day and age but anyway wonderful she's drag queen but it's a very moving and it's a very interesting and, and, and she's quite political but watch that anyway yeah. woo, I'm going to come going to draw things to a conclusion okay. now <clears throat> so shuffling my papers like it's the end of the news so there are other questions I'm going to have some I'm going to I've gone I've skipped and we'll come back to yeah, another time fine. because yeah um, so why don't we jump to uh, any recommendations of music and films and TV that you what are you listening to right now um, oh, what's um, an album you're liking uh, 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 what am I listening to right now oh my god I'd have to look at my Spotify to think what I'm listening to okay well television shows I've been doing a lot of, I've been doing a lot of playlists oh, um, uh, workout lists because I've been ah, at the gym ah. more um, okay 80s? <laughs> 80s? 80s? Oh, oh well... Doing the gym yeah. to 80s. Yes, so oh, well, of course. I imagine I'm in leg warmers and headbands and... Love welding masks. Love is a battle. That's me singing Pat Benatar, by the way. Um, yes, um, and, and Blondie. And uh, yes, yeah. fame. Yes. Flash dancing my way Okay, so you're listening to fame and... Uh, um, yeah. I, 80s. I don't know. There must be something modern and... Modern, um, modern music, uh, the popular, popular charts. Popular. Um, um, okay, um, and okay. So anything, any. Oh, so ladies and gentlemen, just so you can meet and talk to Andrew, your social media is Twitter. 
at Andrew Haler, I think, if I remember rightly, which is H-A-Y-L-E-R. And at Andrew Haler. Instagram? Same? I think so, yeah. It's funny how nobody knows. I don't use it for a while, that's why I'm just No, I know. Anyway, yes. <clears throat> yes. Um, so, uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, that he's trying to find now, we may not find in time. <laughs> keep talking, keep talking. Um, don't leave me hanging. <laughs> don't leave, leave me, me this way. Uh, don't leave me uh, hanging. Hey, on, yeah, on the, that one. And There we go. And Instagram is... is <laughs> oh. Where am I? Oh, Andrew Haler, again. Oh, there we go. Better Andrew Haler. Simple as. In suspenders. So... Um, you pay extra for that. <laughs> and congratulations, you have a new agent. Thank you, yes, I do. And your new agent <laughs> is, say the name. Uh, Ralph Associates. Ralph Associates, if you um, want to uh, hire the man. Also, you will find him on casting called Pro with videos, I presume. I you're still on there, casting called Pro. Um, with videos with showreels yeah. and uh, and spotlights and and uh, and then YouTube you can see us both yeah and then you can hire us both as Vikings if you would like to um, and then finally do you have a question this is what I've been doing with all my guests a question for me that something that I may have not brought up in my podcast myself and that you uh, have always thought oh I should ask this and you never did and and within reason um and uh, and go. If there is any one gay man or woman, but probably man in history at all that you would have liked to met or have met, maybe who would that be? It's like the dinner party question, but I'm just intrigued. Yes. Um. Do you know? Yeah. Because I think we might say Armistead. Moping. Well, I've met him. Which is why, which is why I say change my question. Yeah. I thought you might say that. But um, it's somebody you haven't met then. That you would sort of um, so I've met, yes, Armistead and Boy George were, were two, and, and I've met. But I've met Boy George too. Yes, you have, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Same show, Temperamentals. <laughs> um, no. Uh, it would probably, no, there's not a doubt, it would be Quentin Crisp. Would oh, yeah, love to have sat down and had a bottle of wine with him tea with him would just be great I, I the, yeah so many questions or mm-hmm. I've got another one another one definitely I'm all I've always been intrigued with I keep mentioning him is Joe Orton yeah and Kenneth Williams and oh, oh see then so it starts rolling out Kenneth Williams so you could take me back to one of the shows I saw which was the Dave Benson yes um my life with Kenneth yes moved me to and one of the for me perfect example of uh, one man show that someone yeah. was telling his story and Kenneth Williams' story but a beautiful beautiful show but yes my god Kenneth Williams would have been okay and so I'm going to turn the question around on you one final so who would be yours I knew you were going to ask me that and I was like I've asked the question and I'm doing that actually my answer will be which is why I've gone Kenneth um, off the top of your head I want to be somebody political or something but I can't think of anything and the person that's coming to my head now is John Gilgood there you go John Gilgood what did you do that night Johnny G. In the bathroom. <laughs> oh my, I don't know where we're going, ladies and gentlemen. But now, 
<laughs> it's a quote and I'm going to find out what it is afterwards. You'll have to wait. However, thank you, Andrew, for joining us today. You're very welcome. It's been a pleasure. Um, I'm sure we'll have you back. And this may be two podcasts worth. I don't know. But if it's not, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining. Keep subscribing. Keep listening. And keep telling the world about it. And Andrew's going to spread it all over his social media now once it's released. So enjoy. And we'll see you again next week. Say goodbye, Andrew. Goodbye, Andrew. Bye.